start. Dear God, we give this service up to you and everything that is said here today. May it honor and glorify you. Empty me and fill me with you that we may truly come together and touch lives and further the kingdom and your coming, Lord. In your name I pray, amen. So Acts 2.46 tells us that they worshiped together at the temple each day. They met in homes for the Lord's Supper and shared their meals with great joy and generosity. And it goes on in verse 47 to tell us, all the while praising God and enjoying the goodwill of all the people. And each day the Lord added to their group those who were being saved. Such powerful, powerful words that come by the anointing of God when we're generous and we give unto others. And so today, that's exactly what I want to talk about, is how do we build up our community? How do we think beyond ourselves? Because face it, today there's so much social media, it's telling us it's all about self, lots of selfies, how many selfies do you have on your phone? Um, But it's really about building up others to further God's kingdom. To talk today a little bit and dive into the responsibility that we hold as Christian believers to build up our community, just as the church did in Acts. That's what we want to do. The early church tells us that we, they cared for those in need and those were, that are less fortunate. So we want to continue to build on that as part of the work at Florida Hospital, Adventist Health, and with our very own Forest Lake Church to become stronger partners and further God's work. At Florida Hospital within Community Health, we have the privilege of leading in three key areas, community relations, community health and advocacy, and community volunteerism. When you think about those things, it's no different than within our church. So I've been privileged to lead within youth groups, and as we work to further the work with the youth, it was no different when the Lord allowed me two years ago to join this team. And I thought, how can we start melding these together? Talking through very intentional and strategic plans that we would put together to come and bring both, both parties together. At Florida Hospital, very specifically, we have what we call the Community Health Needs Assessment. Now, I see some of my administrators in the room. They could come up and speak to this. Um, But our community health needs assessment really serves as our compass, as our roadmap, as a way to know where in our community are we going to make an impact. And as a a not-for-profit organization, as part of Adventist Health, we focus on improving the health of our communities that we serve. And so every three years, we partner with different organizations to look at where the major needs in our communities. So we're not just gonna go and say, oh, this little town over here is poor, let's go help them, or this little town. It's a very strategic process. And this year, looking at very specific neighborhoods, down to zip codes, to know where we can go to help and assist and make the greatest impact. And we had the privilege, just this past year, to partner with Orlando Health, with all of our departments of health, and aspire knowing that within our community there are many mental health issues, and start bringing the experts within, the ta- within Central Florida to help us leverage and really go deeper. Because if we do want to impact, you've got to bring people that know 
about this work, that understand it. And it's really interesting when, when we share about Orlando Health, because people are we're always competing, right? But there's times where you have to come together for this population, because at the end of the day, it doesn't matter who is helping, right? Because we collectively can do so much more good. So when we collaborate and we partner and we bring this community health needs assessment, we were able as an organization to determine key areas and key priorities that we wanted to focus in on. Because again, it's good to do a lot of good work, but once you're really focused, you can make a deeper impact. And so those priorities for us were access to care, mental health, and food security. I ask you to remember at least those are our three key ones, access to care, mental health, and food security, because you're going to see how this will tie back at the end. And so we went after it. We started to bring together the work that we had to do, and then we said, we know where our areas, key areas are. Now, at the end of the day, it's not just to be not-for-profit. It really is about our mission. And I'm sure within this room, there are many people that can quote the Florida Hospital mission of extending the healing ministry of Christ. It is the calling that reaches beyond our hospital into our communities. So we can do a really great job inside, inside the walls, saving lives each and every day. But what are we doing to extend that healing ministry of Christ outside of the walls of Florida Hospital into our community, outside of the walls of all of our Adventist health systems, different um, organizations? And then, as Pastor Bernie and I sat, we started to look for a Lake's mission. It's God people, and service. And you start really thinking about the, the, the depth of what that is, it's really no different. Because I always think as a, as a leader at Florida Hospital, my goal is to influence and touch lives for God's kingdom. My team will tell you all the time, always talking about what are we doing to reach lives. We save them physically, but what are we doing for them spiritually and emotionally? And so when we sat down to talk about opportunities of partnering, we talked about not just writing a check, but how could we really make an impact and determine our approach and bring our missions that are so close together to life in a very similar manner. And so bringing this mission to life took on a whole new life, collaborating not only with other organizations, piloting programs and funding health initiatives, mobilizing our workforce, and then influencing for positive change in health outcomes. Our Adventist message is about health, health. It's about creation health. We talk about it, but how can we bring this to life? And as we are reminded in Jeremiah 29:7, we want to seek the peace and prosperity of our city for which God has carried us to. Because if our city prospers, then we too prosper. And that Bible verse challenges us. It implies that we share a focus as two different entities coming together to impact the areas and lives in Central Florida and to lift up our community for those that we have the privilege of impacting not just here centrally, but also internationally. And for me, that's one of the greatest things that we have. We have an opportunity to partner with our uh, Global Mission Initiative, which is also known as GMI. And within our organization, we have the distinct pleasure of focusing on 
several footprints outside of our Central Florida area, and we actually have a team in the Philippines right now um, doing some great work. And one of my favorite stories to date was when Community Impact and GMI came together during the most recent unexpected tragedy that we all witnessed in Puerto Rico and the Caribbean islands. And so, as we do, Florida Hospital moved into action, and we started to think of what, what could this concept look like to bless Puerto Rico and Caribbean islands in, in, in our brothers and sisters there. Because as we know, on September 20, Hurricane Maria hit Puerto Rico, unlike anything they or any of us would ever expect. The Hurricane Center tells us that it made landfall on September 20 as a Category 4 hurricane, packing powerful sustained winds of 155 miles an hour, as recorded by the Hurricane Center. Now, we are all experts in, in this area, right? Because we know what it's like. We know the madness to get ready for a hurricane, all the preparation, all of, I mean, you go to the store and there's not one, one bag of, of bread. We're eating tortillas now. Um, it's just all of this, this madness. Can you imagine then being hit? And perhaps some people that weren't too sure, that faith was like, eh, it's going to be okay. Don't be so dramatic. That would be my husband. Don't be so dramatic. It's, we don't need to board up our windows. But all those things make an impact, and then they, it comes through, and it just slams their beautiful, beautiful island. As a Puerto Rican myself, it, it really hit home for me, and so it was a pleasure and a privilege to be able to be on the team to help think through what are some of the things that we could do to really impact the lives and make a difference and bring them hope. And for me, the most exciting thing was to see how our doctors mobilized. Because I will tell you what, our doctors, they were not playing. They really got us moving. Some of them actually, our first five physicians, went to Puerto Rico without any funding from us. They were just like, we're out, we're going. And then it was like, wait, we want to help, we want to do something. Um, they got us moving, they got us thinking about how we can impact. So between GMI and Community Impact, we started to work through what this could look like. But not only our physicians, our employees were calling. We had our community partners, as well as a very kind philanthropist that I'm gonna tell you about in just a moment. These individuals wanted to come immediately to the rescue and, and to help. As many of you, I'm sure, were part of our Blessings for Puerto Rico food drives and or helping financially, and for that, we're very grateful. We wanted, the, the philanthropist did tell us one thing, and that was, I'm gonna send my plane, but I need something in return, and I'm gonna tell you what that is in just a moment. The moment that it really hit, we had our physicians going already, our employees were asking questions, but I had the honor of meeting with other city partners. There were about 100 plus uh, partners in our community trying to figure out what would this look like. You know, the evacuees are coming in. They're, they're American citizens. What are we gonna do? And I remember Mayor Teresa Jacobs saying, this is gonna be a situation where we're not gonna just have hundreds of people coming by airplane. We're gonna have thousands of people coming by ships. This was Friday, and we expected them on Tuesday. That's when it really hit home. And I got out into my car, and I started to think, what does this mean? And we knew we had this gentleman with a plane. He wanted to go, but it was like 
Friday night at 5.30, and it's like, how, how do we make this happen? Um, he, needs, he wants to fly out tomorrow. And our team, as we do so well, mobilized and started to think through what that would look like. Knowing that we had connections with the Florida Conference, we had the backing of Florida Hospital and Adventist Health, and then not to ever forget our beautiful people at ADRA, the Adventist Disaster Relief Agency, we moved into action. This is where the power of collectiveness, the power of collaboration, the power of not thinking, well, we're a separate entity, the power of knowing we're all in this together made a true impact. And so during that time, we had the privilege of bringing together what we will see here as early morning um, session. We brought early in the morning um, this plane on September 30. We began to deploy those planes. This philanthropist was ever so kind. We brought this private plane. We deployed our physicians along with many uh, medical supplies and um, lots of, of medicine, water, generators. We had to all, always make sure we had the right amount of, of, um, of uh, the, the pounds that we had to send with them, right? Because we had like all this stuff, but the plane is like, we need a bigger plane. But we were grateful for what we had. Um, food, a little bit of food and, and diapers. And we would call Puerto Rico. Now, mind you, we're calling and there's not good phone reception. So we're trying to figure out, okay, Lord, please let the phone lines work so we can figure out what they need and what's most important so we know what to send overnight, knowing the plane would come back around the next week and go again. And that's why we coined this mission, Wings of Hope. And our greatest, greatest opportunity was when we would get these pictures back. These are photos that we got from the people there. And we'd know that we had marked those boxes. I was always looking for those. Um, and near the end of the mission, we got really pros at this. And we had them labeled with from Florida Hospital and Adventist Health and Florida Conference. So they'd know. Um, this is a photo from one of our physicians that had a contact there um, at the Children's Hospital. And so the work continued, and it was just exciting for us. Um, and then after that, you'll see here, the philanthropist's request to us was, we go with stuff, but I don't want to come back with an empty plane. That added a whole other level of complexity. It's like, okay, we won't. So we started finding people through our churches of families that would want to come. And for me, that was, I can't even explain how amazing that these God stories that I could tell you all afternoon, which I won't right now, um, but I could tell you how I just saw the hand of God working through our generosity, knowing just like we learned in Acts, how the Holy Spirit just pours out on us. As Pastor Jeff said this morning, you're thinking you're going this when the Lord's like, I got plans for you over here, and this is where I need you to go. And we reunited these families. You'll see here, we had the privilege of, I call it blessed by God to have been chosen for these planes, because we could only bring no more than eight people back. These were all very, very specific because they had to have their passports. I mean, there was a lot of work and you had to be ready to go within 24 hours, leaving everything behind. One was a young family of, that had parents here and they are here with us, the Martinez family. Um, they had their children. <laughs> Praise God. Praise God. 
We had an elderly couple who had children here in Orlando that also came back. And the last one was a cancer patient seeking care in New York City. So they were just passing through. Um, this young man left his wife and two small children. He came with his mother, who left her mother on a sick bed, not knowing if she would ever see her again. These are the lives that together, because we didn't care who got the credit, we came together and we made it happen. And you can see here by these smiling faces that the gratitude and new friendships established by the selfless generosity of this amazing man that has been blessed by God and chosen to pay it forward. He chose to pay it forward. No one asked him for it. It's truly more blessed to give than to receive, my friends. And that is what I want you to remember today. The pilots gave selflessly of their time, and not one penny was charged to Florida Hospital for these missions. The impact to the island for just this six week of time that we did this was two airplanes, one which was the main one that went back and forth, but this guy found a friend that wanted to be blessed too, and he joined us, and he's the one that brought the families back. 12 flights, six trips back and forth, thousands of pounds of medical supplies, medication, water, and equipment, community collaboration, and lots of love and prayers and late nights of wondering where they're at and following them. Now I can follow on a GPS the planes. Um, and many of our physicians and two very generous philanthropists made this huge difference. We received this letter from the executive director of Puerto Rico's Department of Health. Good morning, Dr. Lopez and Daryl Toll. We can't find words to describe how grateful we are with your group for the dedication, sacrifice, and service you offered. I received this report and I will forward it to our governor. Thanks again for being the first to help and collaborate hand in hand with our efforts to bring our island back to its feet. Praise God. I want you to hear this morning from our physician volunteers to Puerto Rico and to the Virgin Islands because we did have some of our physicians that went there as well as they share their experience. Peter chapter 4 verse 10 says that each of you should use whatever gifts you have received to serve others as faithful stewards of God's grace in its various forms. So recently, physicians from Florida, emergency physicians and from, uh, of Team Health and from uh, Florida Hospital uh, went to um, Puerto Rico to aid in, in relief efforts after the island was devastated by Hurricane Maria. Our teams started to arrive in the island uh, a few days after the initial impact of this devastating storm. And, um, and continue to provide continuous support uh, through coordination with the Puerto Rico Department of Health. We found out that, um, that everybody uh, you know, in those areas without electricity that is a diabetic, specifically children with diabetes uh, and elderly people with diabetes, the most vulnerable citizens uh, that rely on insulin to stay alive uh, had their insulin spoiled because as you know insulin needs to be refrigerated 
and without refrigeration, all of these diabetics uh, had lost their life-sustaining medicine. We were told of a, of a little girl that needed insulin uh, who had called, uh, you know, and, and uh, called the Department of Health and explained, you know, that without this, you know, insulin she would uh, possibly slip into a diabetic coma and we were able to prevent the, the problem and, and, uh, and find her and then uh, deliver the insulin and, and, and teach them how to properly store it. In this case, uh, you know, we deposited it with them and showed them how to store the insulin in such a way that it wouldn't spoil. It's amazing the fact that you can have an institution come together in the last minute and put resources together by talking to people on the ground over there, the CMOs at other hospitals, to see that what do you need medically, what supplies do you need, what resources do you need that we can assist you with, and to be able to put medical team together to go down there, trying to deliver some of those needs, and at the same time strategically assess what we think they may need on the long term. It's amazing. As a physician, I was able to use my talents to lend my support to those that were affected by Hurricane Maria in Puerto Rico. I would like to invite the members of the audience to use their talents to continue to help the citizens of Puerto Rico as they deal with the aftermath of Hurricane Maria. Because someday starts today. Amen. Many have reached out to ask how they can get or stay involved, and so we've asked Delitza, she's the assistant to the Vice President of United Way, to come and uh, share a few thoughts with us as um, she has been in charge of the Orlando International Airport Welcome Center and um, has been uh, really connected with the evacuees. So welcome, Delitza. Thank you for having me. It's a pri privilege. So just real quickly, if you could tell us, how um, did you all become connected with the efforts? And um, you know, that created so much devastation. Right, so um, at United Way, um, our um, role at the uh, Orlando International Airport Welcome Center is more of helping these families as they come in to navigate um, all the services and um, more of like advocating for them. Um, m many of these people come first time they're out of Puerto Rico, they don't know the language, they don't know um, where to go, where to find services. So we've been more like a liaison trying to help them navigate um, uh, through, through all the services that are available. And I know we've been sending some team members from Florida Hospital yes. and Adventist Health and even our churches. Um, how would the individuals here, if they're interested, can they still stay connected? How does that part work? Absolutely. Our volunteers have been key. In order for us to do what we do, having volunteers daily there with us ha has um, uh, helped us uh, have more time in order to uh, help these families uh, get connected and, and um, get the services they need. So yes, definitely um, volunteer. Uh, yes, we do. If you go to um, hfuw.org and you click on uh, volunteer, you'll see that there's a link where you can, um, we have uh, schedules, but it doesn't really matter. You can go be there for an hour, half hour, 45, whatever it is, it will help. Um, that, that, will be, that will be great. Wonderful. Thank you so much. Thank you for Thank having you me here. so much. Please, please help me thank her.
So uniting our efforts, Florida Hospital, Forest Lake Church, it's obvious a lot of us are already embedded into this work, but as stated in the beginning, our team goes beyond identifying partners. We quickly knew that our communities of faith had to be a part of the equation for our success. After all, we are all natural givers and servant leaders. We recognized that we would amplify our power if we worked together. And one day when Pastor Bernie and I sat down, as I said, to talk about more relevant ways, we, it sparked our ideas to come together and the rest is history. You see, we had this common ground and vision to expand upon two things that Forest Lake was already heavily involved in, and that was food insecurity, the poor, homeless, and less fortunate. And these were the areas that we're gonna work on going together, going forward. It truly amplified our desire to work together, and we know, as we read in Acts 4.32, all believers were of one heart and mind, and they felt that what we owned was not their own. They shared everything that they had. Reading on in 33, the apostles gave powerful witness to the resurrection of the Lord Jesus, and God's great favor was among them all. I don't know about you, but I want God's favor in my life. There was no poverty among them because people who owned land or houses sold them and brought the money to the apostles to give to others in need. And with that goal in mind, we identified specific areas. So as Pastor Bernie talked about, um, the, the common vision was to expand upon the poor and homeless, continuing the efforts in Remington. That's a spot that Florida Hospital is very interested in. We will go deeper in our efforts in that in the upcoming year. Our access to care, for those of you that don't know, we put a Hope Clinic on the Forest Lake campus. You'll have to go check it out. It's over there again for people that cannot afford to have post-continuum of care, and it'll be for OT, occupational therapy, and physical therapy uh, patients that can come and get help after they leave the hospital, which is a huge, huge advantage, and that'll be for individuals that have low income or can't afford to pay. So you can um, see that already over at the Forsyth campus and Forsyth Academy campus. And then the food insecurity around Pack the Forest, feeding children everywhere. That is a natural plug-in. And this year we were able to become um, true sponsors of that event. Um, and as we, as we wrap up for today, knowing that we've come full circle and the desire to leverage our communities. This afternoon, you'll have a chance for this event, and you heard it's already packed up. It's the largest event ever, so we'd like to think of it as coming together. We've got a, broad, a broader um, platform, and so today's event will also kick off a very intentional um, week of caring for Florida Hospital. We did this, Pastor Bernie used to do Pack the Forest in December, so we made arrangements, we moved it up, it kicks off our week of caring. Um, and there will be other packing events through our spiritual ambassadors on the different campuses. And so this week alone, through our collective efforts, we plan to pack up to 300,000 meals for our community and it will all stay local because we have needs here too. That work is because we've come together and we've made a plan and we've been, in, we've been aggressive about it. 
Our children here after Hurricane Irma also were impacted. Our food pantries are in need of help. And so that was the decision that we made based on, on that. We will end the week with a night of praise. Um, that was used to be the Thanksgiving celebration at Calvary Assembly. We've moved it onto the uh, Dr. Phillips lawn. And so we want to invite you to that. Again, sh- taking our light outside the walls, looking at mind, body, spirit, and knowing that Jesus restored the whole person the whole person, as he would do. An impact that sounds like the following short letter that I want to read to you from a family member um, from United, um, I'm sorry, that came through on the plane. And she says to us, she says, I wanted to express my most sincere gratitude for what you've done to intercede on the benefit of the beautiful island. Today, I want to thank Florida Hospital for all the efforts and arrangements. My husband and I cannot thank you enough for all you've done. Being rescued on that airplane was an amazing yet frightening experience. The pilot made us feel welcome. I thank Steve. He was a humble man. We have left everything behind, our home and all that we possess. It's very scary, but it was great meeting my family here in Florida, and it made me forget all that we have been through. I consider myself so privileged to be here in Florida. I know of many others that leave the island because of necessities, and I ask that God bless you and everyone involved. Thank you. Lots of love. L'Oreal, Juan, Janelle, and Haneli. My friends, that's what we're here to do. We are here to let our light so shine before men so that they may see our good works and not glorify us not glorify an institution, but to glorify God in heaven, our Father in heaven. And so with that, I want to leave you with these two final challenges, because when I was thinking about putting this together, this is what came to mind. I want to accept that challenge of letting my light so shine outside of our walls. It's why we moved our night of praise outside of a church because it draws men unto the Lord, and it's uninhibiting. It allows us to spread the good news in a whole different way. It's not gonna be perfect, but we're gonna make it work, and collaborating with our partners, we'll have, we'll have 12 not-for-profit organizations there that night, that if you want to give back, and you're not able to go to United Way, and you're not able to plug into the Week of Caring, you can plug into them in the future. They will need volunteers for the first quarter of next year. What has we talked about, what have we talked about today that is parked within you an opportunity and the thought of where you could plug in and not just think about self, but how we can help others? I leave you with this final question. Whose wings of hope will you be today and into the future? We talk about the coming of the Lord. We talk about accelerating his work. Now is the time. There are so many opportunities. It doesn't take you. You do not need to own a plane. You do not need to be a doctor. You don't need to be rich. All it takes is a willing heart, a loving spirit, and the desire to impact your community for the coming of God's kingdom, because this is all kingdom work. Won't you join us today? Thank you, and may God richly bless us.
So awesome, so good. Thank you so much. So um, let's just pray. And uh, together, as we think about going forward, how we can be those wings of hope, I uh, pray that this will just sort of stay plugged into your brains. And even through the holidays, and once we get to the new year, you're like, ah, oh, you know, getting into a new thing and making your own goals. Make it a goal to make sure that you're engaged in some way and bringing hope to the people around you and in our community. And we'll all work together to do that, um, whatever capacity you want to do it. So let's pray. Lord Jesus, thank you so much for today. Thank you for this gathering of, of folks who are, who are people of hope, people of resources, people, of, people who have great vision, God. And between all of us coming together, um, whether it be Florida Hospital, Adventist Health System, Forest Lake Church, any church in this community, God, may we all collaborate and collectively come together so that we can make an impact in the lives of those around us. No one, Lord, as it was in, in the early church, in the book of Acts, no one should go without. Lord, you have provided us with so much, so may we be intentional about making sure that everybody has what they need. We pray these things in the mighty and awesome name of Jesus, and we thank you for your spirit that is here, God. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 God bless.